Welcome to the Adamantium Podcast, episode number 88. Welcome back, Adam Antimaniacs. Thank you for tuning in today. I am your host, Adam R. Harrison, here with my co-host, Kona the Podcast Dog. Say hello, Kona. She's fast asleep. She may be adorable and sleepy, but don't let her fool you. She is a clever little rascal. And if you missed the last episode and are completely confused, Kona is the rescue dog that I adopted from Texas. She is a Chihuahua mix. Uh, We're not sure with what yet. She is about six pounds. Five months old, she likes to sleep, she likes to eat, and by like to eat, I mean she absolutely devours her food. She likes to pee all over the floor. We're working on that one. And yeah, she's my little six-pound sidekick. Anyways, moving on to today's episode, we've got a musical guest. Surprise, surprise. Uh, We've got a family band on the show. Love a good family band. And today we've got brother and sister Sydney and Noah, two of the three members of Echo Smith on the Adamantium podcast. And they are such sweet young kids making some great indie pop music. And by kids, I mean they're still kids and they've been doing this already for like 10 years. And what's really cool about Echo Smith, I think, is they actually write music with their dad. And uh, I met their dad actually while I was waiting to do the interview. And he's a super, super cool, hip guy. I don't want to say for his age because age is just a number. You can be cool at any age. And yeah, he's helping writing music for young 20-year-olds. And in fact, their drummer, who is their youngest brother, Graham, uh, got sick at one show and their dad filled in on drums, which I think is so cool. Not to mention he's a huge U2 fan, maybe even more than me. Uh, As you all probably know from this podcast, I love U2, uh, and I've seen U2 a handful of times, four or five times. He once saw them 12 or 15 times in one tour. So shout out to Jeff. Dad's cool in my books. Anyways, so I sat down with Sydney and Noah at the Mod Club here in Toronto before their show just the other day, and we had a little chat uh, about their second album that was just released it's called lonely generation it's their first album in seven years but they've released you know some eps and singles in between but yeah a lot of growth you know uh since that first album when they were teenagers so we talk about all that and some of their experiences in the music industry and influences and uh, it's a really interesting chat especially from such a youthful perspective so before we introduce you to Sydney or Noah, let's do the Adamantium Recommend segment of the show. Many listeners are, are maybe closer to my age and are new to Echo Smith. If you're an Echo Smith uh, fan tuning in today, first of all, thank you for tuning in. We hope to have you back. And uh, you obviously don't need the recommendations, but you know, tell me how I did. This is just a little segment I do to introduce people to to the artists that we're interviewing. So from the new album, Lonely Generation, I'm gonna recommend the song Diamonds and the song Shut Up and Kiss Me. And then the third song I'm gonna recommend was a single called Over My Head. And then going back to their first album, I'm gonna recommend the song Bright. And then of course, I can't be an Echo Smith list without the song that made them famous. And that is the song Cool Kids. All right, so like I said, if you are tuning into the podcast for the very first time today, thank you very much for tuning in. We'd love to have you back. And you can do that easily just by hitting that subscribe button, whether you're listening on iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, whatever you choose to use. We are on all of them. 
You can also follow The Adamantium on social media. We are on Facebook at The Adamantium Podcast. We're on Instagram at The Adamantium, and we're on Twitter at Adam R. Harrison. So without wasting any more of your time, let's get into today's episode with Sydney and Noah Sirota of Echo Smith right here on episode number 88 of The Adamantium Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. It's not too bad. I did a good amount of walking today. Is that looking Patagonia? So like, yeah, this is a good area to walk around. Yeah, because you're in Little Italy, so yeah, just cool food. Yeah, I walked over to um, Chinatown and then oh yeah, I got boba there and then I got um. Went to uh, Maker's Pizza, if you've been there. I love Maker's. Really there's cool. one down here? Yeah. There's All right, one. it's like 25-minute walk, probably. Yeah, I didn't realize they had another, because there's one in my hood. Oh, okay. I'm, like, more midtown. Oh, There's okay. a Maker Pizza there. Yeah. Yeah, this is, like, really south of good. Chinatown. Yeah, so it's really good. Yeah, I haven't gotten to get any food yet. It's good. You to, you're in a good area for food. Yeah. Okay, good to know. I'll get some yeah. good dinner after I'm angry. Yeah, yeah, because you're Yay! close to Chinatown, and there's yeah. you're in Little Italy. Perfect. So if you like Italian food. I do. Then, yeah, excellent. Yay! Have, this, have you guys been to... Toronto before? Yeah. yeah. We've been, yeah, at least probably three or four times. This venue? Yeah. Or? We've been here twice. Really? Okay. Yeah. This is, or this is our second time. Okay. Um, yeah. The last time was years ago. So it's fun to be back. Cool. Awesome. And yeah. congratulations on the new album. Thank you. It's very cool. It's so Thank fun. And yeah. Like a bit of a long time in the making this one. Yeah. Yeah. So Lonely Generation just came out last month. So let's talk about it a little bit because, yeah, there's like a pretty big gap in between. So tell me how you guys felt that you've kind of grown from that first album to Lonely Generation. I mean, we've grown a lot in a lot of literal ways, I guess, because, I mean... You guys were teenagers when the first album came out. Literally, yeah. I was 16 when the first album came out, and now I'm 22, and I'll be 23 soon. So The world's a much different place when you're 22. Totally. And you just learn so much more about life, and, of course, I still have so much more to learn, and I'm Mm -hmm. obviously not at the end of learning about life by any means. But from 16 to 22, 23, that's kind of a big gap and a really important gap where Mm -hmm. a lot of people go to college and graduate high school and get their first job and whatever that is. And obviously we had a, a less traditional route. Right. So we got to have some really special experiences and learn how to work really hard at a young age. Mm-hmm. And I think that was really valuable to, I don't know, growing up, but also learning more about other people. And that really inspired us for this album to have that experience of meeting so many different fans and being able to hear their stories of how our music impacted them right. in such a special way was the best inspiration in the world mm-hmm. to have for this new album and to use that as inspiration to continue to be honest about our own experience because mm-hmm. that's what happened with cool kids and bright and things like that and that's why our fans relate to it because it just was something we went through and if you go through it somebody else is bound to as well so all that to say it's really cool that we were able to have that in our pocket as an inspiration to keep us vulnerable on this album and kind of take it a step further and get way more vulnerable than we've ever been Mm -hmm. with our lyrics and it's already paying off it's only been out for a month but i've heard countless stories of how these songs are really helping people and people are saying that some of these songs are putting into words what they felt and they just didn't know how to say it Mm -hmm. so it's been really cool. Well, tell me a little bit about the the backbone behind Lonely Generation because to me it feels like a bit of description of, you know, life 
as a young person growing yeah. up now. Yeah. I think for us, we see music as an opportunity to kind of just share our story. You know, right. we're all kind of creating these narratives that we go mm-hmm. through in life and our stories filled with, you know, different kinds of experiences all together and also separately. And we kind of just bring that together in songwriting sessions and we're like, what are you feeling today? Mm-hmm. And we write off of that. And right. that's what's really fun. I mean, there are songs like Lonely Generation that deal with more like social issues. Right. There are songs like Everyone Cries that are more emotional and just kind of, I mean, in a sense, that's a social issue. But then other songs are more personal, like Scared mm-hmm. to Be Alone, that deals with like worries and doubts that we go through and experience in life. So I think for us, it just starts with a conversation. Right. And we always want it to be something that we as a band can support. So the message has to be something that like we've all experienced in some kind right. of way, or at least can back or feel like, Oh, I want to experience that. Or like, I can imagine myself mm. feeling that. So it has to feel honest and true to who we are as a family and as a band. Right. Um, the song only generation, when I was reading through the lyrics and stuff mm-hmm. that yeah. I did pick out terms like pixelated and yeah. disconnected, um, and having empty conversations and stuff like that, which is something that is very obviously relevant to, yeah. yeah, being youthful today as opposed <laughs> yeah. to even someone. Unfortunately, I'm, yes. I'm 31, and I even yeah. had a very different experience. Right, because you probably I mean, didn't have a smartphone in I high school, smart, right? No, yeah, no. and now kids yeah. like 10 yeah. year olds have smartphones. You know, well, it's wild to think. You know, like, I've been thinking about this recently. Like the mm-hmm. ways we even see ourselves, we don't really use mirrors anymore. We no. use our iPhone or whatever yes. phone we have, and the selfie camera, and that's how we mm-hmm. understand. However, how it's we usually look. through a filter at this point. Yeah. Now, like right. you know, most of the filters online, whether it's Snapchat or Instagram or yeah. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. They have these like beautify quote unquote yes. things yeah. that'll make your skin really, really soft, or a filter that like makes your eyes bigger, yeah. or it'll make your nose small, or your cheeks smaller, or your jawbone yeah. more narrow, and it's just crazy because that I don't think that's good well, for I any of us to it was see. Funny too <laughs> when like when you look at people's dating profiles, and right? Stuff, yeah. I'm like I don't want to date a deer or a, a rabbit, right, right, right. And I'm like, or a puppy everyone dog. Using, yeah, everyone's <laughs> using these filters in their product. I'm like, this is right. not what you look yeah. like. Exactly. Like, you, don't have, you don't have whiskers and a nose, for one. I like, know. And yeah. also, those ones make your face smaller and all right. these things yeah. that... You know, is a subconscious way of telling all of us, oh, that's how I'm supposed to look. Yes, I'm not course. supposed to yeah. have... What if my face is more round or whatever mm-hmm. it is? And that's beautiful. Everyone's faces are supposed yeah. to be different. They're not supposed to be this... You know, whatever that standard right. is, that it's kind and of even just like when I was in high school, like you didn't always have a camera in your pocket mm. either. Like right. you weren't always able to take. And one one thing that I've been experiencing, I actually just got a, a new dog. Oh. And I'm like, there is. I got her two weeks ago, and there's probably like 200 photos now right. in my phone. Already, yeah. And I had yeah. a dog growing up, and I was like, we don't have any. <laughs> barely have any photos of my dog That's growing so up. That's so funny. But yeah. at the time, like you didn't have a camera on you, 20. So you like <laughs> weren't able to take cute photos every five seconds. Yeah. Like yeah. But there's joys so, too, you know. There's, there's a certain like obviously way to think. Yeah, too. like I I wish I had more photos of myself when I was like a baby. Yeah, you know, true. and now it's like our now kids will kids. have like yeah. Snapchat filter photos right, and everything, which like some of it's kind of silly, but in other sense, <laughs> yeah. like it's cool that we're able to capture so much of life, and that's our message in Lonely Generation. Mm-hmm. It's not saying, you know, social media sucks. It's not right. Commanding everyone to get off of it, but right. rather like starting that conversation, like how do we deal with this new era mm-hmm. in a way that's careful and wise and thoughtful and, and, yeah. and positive and, and cares for each other? You that's know? it. I think balance yeah. is the key to yes. that. Yeah, because you can use. I mean, yeah, it's not like it's a bad thing in itself at all, mm-hmm. and it can be used for so much good. We've gotten to really have amazing conversations with fans right on there through social media exactly and i could be talking to someone never can't could yeah, before yeah. someone in brazil i could be talking to them on a dm at the same time as someone in japan and yeah. i could be possibly making their day just the fact that 
I got to like something, whatever yes. it is. And yeah, that's yeah. so special that we're able to do that or see what our friends are mm-hmm. up to. But at the end of the day, you want to have balance so that you're not so mm-hmm. in that world that you're right. not in this world anymore. How do you guys deal with uh, criticism or anything <laughs> like that? Because I, I even mm-hmm. I know and I'm not... But yeah. even just like as a photographer having the podcast, yeah. like I get one comment that is right. not, I'm like, I'm stuck on that comment. Yeah. You know, like 10, 10 people could tell me this is amazing and one person would be like, meh. And I'm right. like, why'd you say meh? You stick like, on the meh, yeah. you know, or yeah. like sad That's all you yeah. remember. I mean, and that's, if you think about it, I remember feeling that way in elementary school when right, people would be course. like, oh, you're so, I don't know, any sort of compliment. Yeah. And then one person's like, and you, get- you look like Sid the Sloth from Ice Age. And, I'll, and see, I remember <laughs> that. And I don't remember anything yeah. good that anyone right. said in yeah. that third grade period. Yeah. But I remember that. So it's really that amplified. Yeah. Because now it's written down, so it's there and, forever. And it's so easy to just throw it out there. You know? Right. Now, and people yeah. feel like they can, that they're, I mean, everyone is entitled to their own opinion. Of course. But a lot of those you should keep to yourself. Of and course. Of course, it's going to hurt somebody else. And the intention behind it mm-hmm. is a whole other story. But we really just, you take everything with a grain of salt. And right. we do respond to as many comments as we can on right. all the social platforms. So we're seeing comments. And we're not able to see every single one. But we are seeing a lot of them. And there mm-hmm. are times where people are just, you, you know, hateful and all that. Because you hear about movie stars who, like, won't even read, like, newspaper reviews just because right. they think it affects how, how they'll... It can. React, I think it's to have balance. You have social media where literally anyone yeah. can be critical of you. I think that's yeah. just another reminder. Yeah. Like you have to be careful about how much time you devote to it. Devote you to know, it, yeah. so if you're like always looking at comments yeah. and that's all you're doing all day, right? You're I mean, going even to be seeing good comments. Even good yeah. comments. Yeah. 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 It can affect right. you in a, in, on a yeah. negative way, too. Yeah, an unhealthy you know? way of like, of oh, I am so Everything blah, I do blah, is blah. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, so you don't want to be into it too much anyway, because yeah. even if someone's complimenting you, I don't think it's healthy yeah. to be like, oh, let's feel good about myself because mm-hmm. all these strangers said this about me and they know nothing right. about me and this photo is filtered anyways. Yeah. So you have to take all of it with a grain of salt, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, you guys grew up in a musical family, mm-hmm. and in fact, I met your dad. Oh, cool! Uh, yes, yeah, so while I was uh, setting up, oh, cool. um, which I find really, really cool. Um, and your dad's like your your manager, and he even you guys even write songs together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, tell me about the what it's like to almost be in a band with your dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fun. You know, we've always joked that he's like the extra band member. Right. You know, he's Secret an integral well, and I heard he was a band member recently. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. was so sick and he played yes, the he entire set it. Yeah. perfectly. It was yeah, so cool. amazing. He also produced the record so he knows these parts. Yeah. But he hasn't ever played an Echo Smith show with us. So that was kind of crazy to have our quote-unquote secret member who, you know, we yeah. write most of our songs with and we just collaborate all the time together to be on stage. So yeah. it, wasn't, it was a not-so-secret secret member moment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was revealed. But, but we're all really close, so it's it feels very natural to be doing this as a family mm-hmm. regardless. And I would, I say this all the time, I would so much rather hang out with my family all the time than other mm-hmm. people. Because even friends, I don't know, sometimes I just get so like, yeah. okay, you know, a hangout is enough, but like, right. you know, just being together every all second, time. all yes. day, every day, like you have to be on tour. Especially you're traveling. And yes, yes, you have to yeah. be able to be honest and be like, hey, I'm way too tired to talk, can we not, yes. you know, joke yeah. around or whatever it is. And with friends, I always have a hard time being like, oh, like, maybe, no, space. it's okay, yeah. yeah, we can still hang out. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've traveled like, with I friends that i never traveled with <laughs> right. And some friends get it, of course, yeah. but I just always, ever since I was a kid, once I well, had one that. sleepover, I was like, mom and dad, can you pick me up? I want to hang out with you guys again. Yeah, Cause I'm yeah. like, I'm so social out, even though I'm very social. It's very yeah, yeah. weird. But no, I'm with, the same way. I'm very close to my mom. So I under, 
understand yeah. it. Comfortability, but, yeah. And your dad's like, if he, if I didn't hadn't read that, or yeah. he actually did tell me at one point, and I was like, I would have just thought he was like your yeah. tour manager, like he's just a cool dude. Flies dude. under the radar. What yeah. about when you're like writing songs together? Is there ever like that generational gap where you have to <laughs> correct him at all? Or? Oh, well, we tease each other a lot, okay. and that's also what comes with being a family. Yeah. We like we can push buttons in ways that are like mm-hmm. playful. And, Sorry, is there ever like because yeah. you mentioned how your fans come and say to you oh like I relate to that and yeah. it's like well actually my dad wrote that line <laughs> <laughs> 25 years older yeah, than I was sometimes, like, yeah. sometimes does that, that does happen and it's yeah. really cool well that really just proves even more how everyone goes through the same thing it's true yeah. you know no matter how old you are how young you are or whatever whatever life stage you're in I mean I'll hear somebody who's late 40s tell me that they relate to the same line that someone who's 17 just told me they relate to. So that kind of just proves that, you know, everyone goes through it and it's cool to have that perspective of someone who is older and has lived a lot more life to hear how he feels about things and how, oh wait, we both have felt that way whether it was at the same time or not. Yeah. So it is cool to have that that tool. Yeah. Do you have to be like, no dad, this is how we say it. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Luckily none of us use too much like modern slang anyway. We're not like, that's so lit. Bro, I don't know what else. That's the only that's the only word I can think of. Like I do not talk like that at all. I just you know talk the same way no matter what is trendy. I just am not that person to like pick up those words. So we all kind of talk the same. If you think like if you just heard my dad on the phone, you would think he's our age. That's cool. What kind of music was playing in the house when you guys were growing up? All sorts of stuff. I mean, our dad did a good job of showing us stuff that he grew up with. You know, like Gabriel, U two, The Cure. So that was some of the stuff that we like were raised on mm. but also he was like really cool in showing us bands that were like just coming out at mm. that time you know like we were listening to the strokes when we were like super duper young the killers mm. the play. bravery cold play music that was like innovative at that time as well so i appreciated that i mean he wasn't yeah. just like listen to the 80s or 70s you know right, a lot of right. dads can kind of be that way where it's yeah. like this is real music modern stuff what, sucks what is that noise yeah, yeah but he was showing us like alternative music of the day and pop okay. music of the day and stuff like he's yeah. always been very forward with that which is really cool that it's a cool, cool way to grow up one actually that you mentioned that i was reading through what you guys had said somewhere else where yeah. your influences and there was the usual suspects like you two yeah. and coldplay yeah. and the killers and stuff but one one that i really picked out that it said that was a really big influence on you guys was switchfoot oh yeah yeah, yeah. so tell me because that's that's not what you hear every day and i'm right. a big switchfoot fan myself. Oh, cool. yeah my one of my buddy's bands actually toured with switchfoot they were their oh, opener cool. on one tour that is so fun yeah they're so, amazing yeah so tell me yeah. what it is about their music that mm. inspired you guys well i think what really inspired me as a lead singer and songwriter mm-hmm. um i would say just the fact that they're so real about life and they're writing from their own experience, mm-hmm. but they also have this, they have this personal perspective, but it also relates so much to this worldly perspective of, you know, it can be a song that's about something that he's going through, but it relates to anyone and everyone mm-hmm. across the world. And it feels very big, but it feels like there's such a message cause there is. And you mm-hmm. can tell that right off the bat once you hear one or ten of their songs you can tell right away that there's this heart and this message behind every single lyric Mm -hmm. and I love that so much I love that they have a purpose with what they do and they have a mission to accomplish to let people know that they're loved and that's something that we've always had as our goal as well and that's hugely inspired by them and they're you know an amazing example of having light in their music and wanting to just help people get through things but also just 
I don't know, feel better about their lives. And they have lives, fun with it too, which I like. And they're so it. fun. Yeah. They put on a great I think, show. I've, yeah. yeah, I've seen them a bunch of times. I oh, think cool. I actually, it might still be there, but I, I there was a switch foot line that was, I'm pretty sure it's still on my Instagram profile, which was That's so Life good. is Short, Live It Well. Oh, I love it. Song. Yeah. Yeah. I love them. We actually, yeah. we've gotten to hang out with them a lot and yeah. do things together, which is so mind-blowing so I'll never forget the first time yeah. I met them yeah. and I saw John Porter from across like a f- field basically because it was a festival and I saw yeah. him and we made <laughs> eye contact and I was like <gasps> like that was one of the first times I felt starstruck yeah it was so well, crazy they're a huge influence of yours then. huge influence yeah. and we've gotten to meet some amazing people but it's not every day you get to meet people that you've actually really? been directly influenced by right. it's oh. insane Did so you, I love were you them. nervous Mm-hmm. I was nervous at first. Yeah. I was very nervous. I was like, just trying to act cool. You, know, <laughs> you don't want to act weird. Right. Um, no. But now it's like, you know, we've seen each other a bunch since, and now it just feels so casual because they're just so good at welcoming right. you and making you just, I don't know, you feel like friends are right after yeah. that. So, and now it's very that's chill. Cool. We've written songs together and stuff, mm-hmm. so that's cool. But I um, photographed them a couple of times. Really? I tried, oh. They were here last year, and I tried to get them yeah. on the pod, but they, the, the timing just didn't work. Yeah. So, yeah. next time, they seem like cool dudes. My oh, yeah, I'm sure they'd be amazing. My friends said they're amazing to tour with. That's great. Yeah. So yeah, that's really cool. I yeah. had the same, almost the same, but like, cause I'm my favorite band of all time is you two, oh, and my yes. fan is Irish. So I have a Joshua Tree tattoo oh, on my ankle, and um, love them. I've never met, I've never met them. Actually, I did shake Bono's hand once, and he oh, signed wow. a copy of the Joshua Tree. Oh my gosh! Cool. But what's that's really cool is like awesome. his son is in a band. Oh, cool. And I've had them on my podcast here. It was in this room, actually. No way. And it was really, it was so, like, bizarre because it was, like, I was, literally, he looks like Bono, too. And I was, like, <laughs> I am looking at, like, like a 20-year-old Bono. That's yeah. wacky. Whoa. It was, like, chilling. Yeah. yeah that's I love that. insane. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, okay. One of, before we wrap up, maybe the most important question of them Ooh. all. Because another thing I'm really big fans of. I want to know what the experience of working on the Muppet Show was like. Oh, that was the final question. I shook the hand that controls Kermit. That was. Yes. What do you mean? You shook Kermit's hand, yeah. right? Yes. I shook his intense intestines. Yeah. His insides. What? what? I'm the really confused. Yes. No, I mean, it was really cool. It was pretty surreal. And it was just such a blur of a day because, you know, you're meeting so many puppeteers or yeah. whatever you call them. Not puppeteers. Ventriloquists? Wait, no, puppeteers. is it a puppeteer? Yeah, puppeteer yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, now I don't know the difference. Anyway, um, that's so unrelated. But we yeah. met so many puppeteers and we saw, like, the real things, yeah. you know? So it was yeah. crazy to see, like... Everyone. And what's All cool is that the, the entire characters. set is elevated because obviously they're like having to walk around and hold yeah. or whatever and do that. <laughs> yeah, but like that was something I really. So they're didn't not expect. ducking; they're standing. <laughs> no, they're standing. So you walk upstairs uh, and then you're on a set. Probably not like good for your back to constantly be being, doing that. So it's yeah. probably smart. And I heard you're yeah. never like you're never allowed to take pictures around them. Oh, we took photos. Really? I don't know if they're mad at us now. Someone else who did something with the Muppets. Yeah. Like yeah, we weren't allowed to take any photos just in case we took a photo. We took a photo with Kermit. Really? Yes. Okay. But, but I think was their it done person, by them? Yes, their person. Yes, That's yes. what they said. Their person does okay, it. Okay, yes. I oh, mean, man. it was like on my phone, but they had to You can't it. like take a selfie with... That makes sense. Because they I was don't like, want to get an arm photos. in there or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, which is smart. Yeah. But it was really cool. And it was funny, too, because they like... Of course, it was... It's a more like mature Muppets now. So yes. they were making yeah. some like more mature jokes. But it was so funny. They were like... Yeah, Aerosmith is here, and man, Steven Tyler looks great. Yeah. I think that's hilarious, because I've always loved Steven Tyler's hair, so I'm yeah. like, I feel like we're kind of like hair twins sometimes. <laughs> it's a pretty cool person to be compared to. Yeah, it's like, pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. Anyway, I thought that was pretty great. So it was a good time, and it was just like so fun. Yeah. So fun to yeah. meet everyone, and 
hang out with puppets. It's funny when I when <laughs> yeah. I started this podcast. I've said it several times. Like when I started this podcast, mm-hmm. I made a list of a hundred people. That I was like, how many yeah. of these people can I cross off? Yeah. And Kermit the Frog is on there. I'm oh like, I don't know how, <laughs> you'll yeah, be able to cross them off. Yeah. You got this. It. Yeah. That was well, a great last question. Yeah, thank I love that. Thank you. That's yeah. Cool. Well, it's good uh, note to end off. <laughs> yeah. Good happy note. Anyways. Yes. Yeah. Well, good thank time. you guys so much for thank you for coming on and doing our podcast mm-hmm. and Anytime. have a great show. And thank you. Yes. Enjoy Toronto. Go get Sounds some good. more pizza. <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's do it. I'm ready. Yeah. Cheers. Thank you so much. Thank you for tuning in to the Adamantium Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd absolutely love for you to subscribe to us on whichever platform you listen to your podcasts. I'd also love to see you on social media. You can follow on Instagram at The Adamantium, on Facebook at The Adamantium Podcast, and on Twitter at Adam R. Harrison. Thank you again so much for listening.